Hi, Insiders! Welcome back for a new episode of Disney Movie Insiders Presents. We're setting sail aboard the Karnak and taking an insider's look at Death on the Nile. Based on the 1937 novel by Agatha Christie, Death on the Nile takes place on a river steamer heading for the Giza Pyramids. But amidst the luxury and glamour, one couple's honeymoon comes to a tragic end. That's where Detective Hercule Poirot returns to the screen to solve the murder, and he has his work cut out for him because every passenger has a motive. The countdown is on to see this movie, the beautiful landscapes, and the return of Kenneth Branagh's Detective Poirot. Plus, all the elegant, beautiful costumes in this film. Who better to tell us more about them than costume designer Paco Delgado? Paco, happy to have you here. Hello, Lisa. Very happy to be here with you, too. Thanks so much for being here. So let's start with hearing about your background, where you're from, and how you got your start in the industry. I was born in a little island in the Canary Islands, just off the coast of Africa. And when I was a child, I just wanted to study physics in university, and that's what I started doing. And then I started doing like amateur theater, designing sets. From designing sets, people ask me to design costumes as well. Some people started saying, oh, your costumes look good. Um, I don't know how I ended up just doing costumes in film. It's not like a, a career that I wanted to do, but I'm really happy how it has ended up, you know. I think that's super inspiring, though, because so many people just discover things along the way, right? It was like the world gave it to me, basically, somehow, you know. And that's super amazing that you you said you grew up in the Canary Islands. Mm. That's pretty awesome. And then to see kind of just where you've taken, imagine yeah. all the beauty that you soaked up there and turned it into this beautiful art that we see on screen. Yeah, well, I mean, I just think, you know, I mean, I think everything you have done in your life has, has a reflection of what you do when you are later in life. You know, I mean, I, I just like can see that the landscape I was brought up, the colors and somehow have influenced what I do really, obviously, you know. Soaking it all up and taking it all in and creating these beautiful masterpieces that we see on screen. So we're Disney fans here. You're no stranger to Disney at this point. You've worked on some amazing projects, A Wrinkle in Time and Jungle Cruise. Can you tell us what it was like to work on those? <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, every piece has been amazing. I mean, basically, A Wrinkle in Time was my first Disney movie. It was just like a dream, basically, you know, like to work with Oprah Winfrey, for example, or with wow. Mindy Kaling. I just like, you know, I mean, I was like, sometimes I was like mesmerized myself of, of the whole situation. And it was a very interesting project to work because the director, Ava DuVernay, is a really, really interesting director and a really, really clever, intelligent woman. I thought it was a lot of fun to do as well. You know, it was like a really, really interesting. And then Jungle Cruise was a completely different experience. You know, I just remember reading the, the script and it came to my mind that we could produce like an epic sort of classic adventure. You know, it looked to me like a really classic adventure, but it has like echoes of... Uh, African Queen and and all these these great sort of like adventure movies and it was also very interesting because we played with a lot of colorful characters, uh, people in the jungle and this other project Death on the Nile. You just need to see the cast and the director is an amazing director apart from a, an amazing actor. All projects with Disney actually has been very very interesting to do. I mean you know I'm, I, I feel myself that I'm a privileged person for doing so. I love it and I love how you're describing each one so unique and so special in and of itself. I must say though Paco I have to say I love the segue from Jungle Cruise where the story takes 
place down the Amazon River on this ramshackle, charming boat that Dwayne Johnson's character has. And then here we are talking about death on the Nile today. And now the story is taking place on a glamorous river steamer. It's like hard to not notice the amazing segue of how the stories kind of transition beautifully like that, that you, yes, all for these yes. projects that you're working on. Well, this <laughs> is a better, about... better boat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a great way to sum it up. This is a better boat. How did you hear about Death on the Nile and how did you get started on the project? I had a conversation with Kenneth Branagh and then he offered to me the movie. At the beginning, I was like, really worried because I thought, you know, this is a this is a really important piece written by Agatha Christie and with an amazing cast. And I just thought it was a slightly scary, you know, to, to do a project with this magnitude. From the very beginning, I was like, I felt very, 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 very supported by, by Kenneth and the cast. It has been like a really, really great experience, you know, like a lot of fun to work in. It has been hard because we had to produce everything basically and everything you see on a screen has been produced from zero and we have made all the costumes for the actors and all the changes and i would say except one skirt that louis bouger wears you know but it was like so much fun working with an amazing team of people with really young people uh, really young tailors and cutters and seamstresses and, and hat makers and shoemakers it was it was great it was a lot a lot of fun it sounds like it was fun. Can I ask you actually about working with director Kenneth Branagh? Because I wonder if this is a unique situation where you're working with someone who's behind the camera and also in front of the camera because he plays Detective Perot. Does that kind of change the process as you're developing the costumes? Well, I, I would say no, and perhaps yes. <laughs> <It's a little laughs> bit I mean, I mean, obviously Kenneth had the whole movie really, really well planned. He is directing the movie. 100%. But then when he has to act himself, he adopts the figure of an actor doing the movie. Then, mm. then sometimes it was like, obviously, you have to get used to it, you know. But I mean, it's not, it's not an unusual situation. I mean, a lot of directors have been actors as well. The most important thing is to have a really good prepping, you know, with a director. You have to acknowledge that the director is also an actor. You have to talk and work with this person in two different levels, you know, mm -hmm. as the actor and as the director. I didn't find it like especially hard, to be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you make me this question, but I never have thought about that, you know. Somehow we divided, I think, the relationship. When I was talking to Kenneth, the director, he was different to Kenneth, the actor. I don't know. I think that's so cool. It sounds like it was so seamless and you just roll with it. But it's actually like you're, you're mentioning. It's a unique kind of different hat that he's transitioning to in real time on the set. So it's super well, cool to hear more about that. Well, yeah, it's, so, it's not 100% real because obviously even when he was acting, he was directing, you know. Mm-hmm. I suppose this is something that he had in his in his mind and he knows how to do it because he has made this several times. It's not the first time he has been acting and directing. That's very cool. Okay, so we are two days away from release. What should fans look out for in Death on the Nile? Well, I have to say that when I have watched the movie, I'm really, really impressed about not only the look, but uh, the whole depth of the story. And the whole acting level is amazing, I would say, you know, I mean, I think it's very, very engaging because one of the leitmotifs as well of this movie is love that we all understand. It's not just about somebody who is rich, you know, it's, it's about passion and it's about love. 
And you can feel that level in the movie. And I'm, I was really, really impressed by that. I love that. Thank you so much, Paco. So you mentioned the story of Death on the Nile is about love. We'd love to talk to you now about your love of being a Disney fan. Will you take on the insider fight with us now? Yeah. And here we go with question number one. What is your earliest memory of being a Disney movie fan? Well, I think the first time I saw a Disney movie was when I was a child. We had this old cinema that they have this matinees that they show uh, repertoire movies from every period, like, you know, like mm. classical movies. And then and my cousin, Alicia, that she might have been like 16 or 17, she took me to see Snow White. Not only because it was Disney, because it was cinema, you know, and as a child to go to a movie, it was like, pretty amazing. You know? Sounds pretty magical. Okay, I'm really curious about your answer to this next one. You're invited to a Disney-themed costume party. Who or what do you dress as? I, I, I have like a soft spot for Donald Duck, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> That's the best. I can see it all now, Paco. That's fabulous. Why not? <laughs> That's fabulous. That's a great answer. Next up, it's Disney karaoke night. What song do you sing? Uh, Pink Elephant on Parade. Uh, the classical, I think, you know, or something from Snow White or Stay Awake, you know, from, from Bambi. I love it. I love how you have a lot of options there. I can't, I would hope to hear you sing it one day. <laughs> <laughs> if you could only ride one ride all day at a Disney park, any Disney park, which would it be? I would say maybe, uh, you know, maybe the ride from Jungle Cruise, you know. Maybe that was the winning answer that. right there. <laughs> you, you on that ride, I think we need to see it, see it all. <laughs> Our last question, which Disney character has the best life advice and what is it? All of them, because I think they are all like somehow positive tales of people who overcome difficulties. Bambi is wonderful. I mean, you know, even the positivity from Mickey Mouse or it's like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a world of positivity, basically. And that's very important. Thank you so much, Paco, for that. As you said, a world of positivity from the characters that you just mentioned there. You are a world of positivity in and of yourself. Thanks so much for talking to us today and sharing about your stories and telling us more about Death on the Nile. Thanks so much. Okay, good. Thank you very much, Lisa. I hope to see you soon. Bye. Thanks, Paco. That's our show. See Death on the Nile in theaters this Friday. So you don't miss any upcoming podcast episodes, subscribe and follow Disney Movie Insiders Presents. And while you're there, we'd love it if you gave us a rating and review. Visit DisneyMovieInsiders.com or our app and enter bonus code CARNAC. The code expires February 22nd, 2022 at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. Membership is required. Limit one redemption per account. Visit DisneyMovieInsiders.com for terms and conditions. We'll catch you next time, Insiders, with more Disney movie magic.